Welcome to episode 18 of Mortgageonomics. I'm your host, Marco Gello. In a minute, we're going to talk about a sneaky little mortgage condition, one that many of you might not be aware of. But before we do that, uh, you have to listen to my latest musical creation. This beauty is a blend of two main things. So a blend of a classical scale, of which I'll admit I have no idea what the scale is called. It uh, starts on the note A. And um, so a blend of a classical scale and a chord pattern progression known as the 145 pattern, which, which was immensely popularized by the Beatles, Elvis, Bob Dylan, and then later REM, U2. And like pretty much you, you can turn on the radio today and you'll hear the 145 pattern. It's a very popular pattern. And then to change things up in the middle of the song, I do a little chromatic type of run. So chromatic, like I'm stepping up notes, half notes, full notes, that sort of thing, or half steps, full steps. And then I build it up to a mood um, where I totally bend the strings like they're almost going to break. And then it just fades away and it goes to the beginning pattern again. And uh, throughout it all, I double up with some harmonies on a second guitar, maximum overdrive for all the guitars. Um, a social distortion type of feel for the drums and a super low octave bass to give it that that low low drive so check it out and let's see if my description matches what you're about to hear this song is called collateralization <laughs> part of the mortgage, the, the process of how lenders get themselves registered on your property. So pretty much one of the prevailing reasons why lawyers or solicitors or notaries are required in the real estate purchase or refinancing process. So unlike your credit card or your personal line of credit, where there is no binding collateral to the lender, right? A mortgage loan signifies its activation by legally binding itself to its collateral, your house, hence the term secured loan. So it's at this concluding stage where your lender officially becomes part owner 
of your property. So once you leave the lawyer's office, the documents are then sent to your local land titles office, and uh, you and your lender become pretty much married, right? So you, as the registered owner on title, and the lender with a significant claim of interest registered as a standard or collateral charge. Now, most homeowners are familiar with the notion that the lender is registered on your land title, but many of you are probably not aware that there's two types of charges, and the latter of the two is the, the one I want to talk about, uh, the, the sneaky one. There's the, the standard charge, the one most of us are accustomed to, and then there's the collateral charge, and this is the, the tricky, sneaky, um, I'll, I'll get you when you're not looking one. And here's what you got to know. Like, like usual, it's the big five banks that you got to look out for. Uh, more and more of them are finding ways to make it more and more difficult um, for you to move to another lender come renewal time. But before I dive into things, I should uh, describe another unique renewal thing. Uh, it's the no qualification required policy at renewal time. When it's time to renew to stay with your existing lender, you simply have to sign on the dotted line and provide no further information at all whatsoever. It's a it's ridiculously easy process for the customer. Awesome from that perspective. However, to move on with another lender, you have to fully qualify. Like you have to do an application, provide the documents, sign the documents, uh, the whole nine yards. And rightfully so, you are moving to another lender, to a new lender, one that knows absolutely nothing about you. Um, now, remember, the lenders know this. They know your existing lender. They know that to move on to another lender, you have to requalify. So they play that hard on you. And oftentimes, their renewal offers will reflect that with higher interest rates. Uh, it's kind of like a gotcha where I want you, another gotcha where I want you kind of situation. Um, they're they're, they're kind of gambling on you not going through the effort, or better yet, not being able to qualify elsewhere. So they'll typically try totally like boiler room you or lock you up with a higher interest rate offering, one that's completely uncompetitive. So absolutely, many people fall victim to this for whatever reason. You know, you could be too busy or maybe you're placing a little too much emphasis on the, the loyalty to your bank, you know, and trust their long-term relationship thing. And for most, simply not enough hours in the day, you know, people are just busy. They don't even open up their statements or whatever. They, they path of least resistance. So it's so easy to succumb to just staying put. But the path of least resistance doesn't always take you to the promised land. And this is why it's worth the extra effort come renewal time to explore other options with various lenders. Uh, totally worth the time and can ultimately save you thousands over your next uh, chosen term. So think about that. You know, you got your existing lender on one hand telling you to just sign on the dotted line and accept their somewhat competitive offer, which you might very well likely be oblivious about, right? Like you, you may not even know. Uh, then you do the math or you find out from, from your broker buddy like me and you start comparing the rate that I'm going to give you and you're like, hmm, I can actually keep an extra 
three, four, five, six thousand dollars in my pocket over the next three to five years. Um, another neat, pleasant little outcome of exploring your options. Since I'm totally off topic here, might as well keep four by fouring. Uh, with a mortgage broker at renewal, it's kind of like a reassessment of your net worth and financial standing. Um, a great opportunity to have someone totally unbiased, like not your dad or your spouse or your older brother, asking you tough questions about your financial habits. The other day, I was uh, reevaluating one of my medium term clients, you know, been with me for about seven, seven, eight years. Uh, so yeah, I was evaluating them at renewal time and, you know, put things in perspective about their financial well-being over the past five years. And, uh, you know, like here, here I am, I'm working on your file and in my office, crunching your personal data and coming up with a game plan of how you can pay down the biggest debt probably of your lifetime that you'll ever have. Um, but on, on top of the renewal as well, while we're doing that evaluation, uh, as we examine the credit and the application details, um, we also noticed a glaring opportunity to consolidate some of the high interest debt that you currently have into the mortgage, which is uh, you know, the cheapest money in the market right now. With just a little adjustment to their mortgage, we were able to free up $1,800 of monthly cash flow. So with the new mortgage, we've secured a much better interest rate and in doing so saved thousands over the next five years. Uh, then with the, the debt consolidation, boom, another twelve dollars to $15,000 of savings right there. So the moral of the story here, or the moral of my side story here, because I'm totally off track, in these cases, mortgage renewals, the path of least resistance doesn't lead to an improved scenario. In many cases, it could very well carry you or maintain that path of insanity that, that you currently may be on. So doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results type of thing, right? So take the time and use the opportunity at renewal time to explore options, okay, when your mortgage expires here. So, okay, let's get back on topic here and wrap things up. I wanted to talk about the, the charge that a lender places on your home to signify that, uh, that they have your home as collateral. There are two types of charges. The first one is one we're all familiar with. It's a standard charge. So... This is a dollar for dollar type of charge. If your mortgage is $400,000, the charge they place on your property is for the same amount. So then there's the other charge, and, and this is the one, the collateral charge. Now, a collateral charge differs from a standard charge in two ways. So uh, number one, a collateral charge is readvanceable, and number two, a collateral charge is non-transferable. So let's talk about the first number here, collateral charge is readvanceable. This means that the lender can lend you money after the closing date without having to actually refinance and pay a lawyer. So basically, if your mortgage is $400,000 when you close, the lender may place a collateral charge on your property for $450,000. So this gives you that ability in the future to refinance if you have to, uh, up to another $50,000. So yeah, that, that's all fine and dandy, but let's look closer now at the the, the other difference here. A collateral charge is non-transferable. So this means it has to be fully discharged if you plan on moving to another lender at maturity. And this is the part that that uh, that sucks, that, that is kind of conniving, that's sneaky. It's kind of like a penalty to move to another lender, even though 
you took your mortgage to maturity with your lender. So everyone should be aware if you have a five-year fixed mortgage and you break it in year three, yeah, you're going to be charged a penalty for sure. Either three months interest or worse yet, uh, that amount determined by an interest rate differential at the time. So I get that. That's fair and square. But here we are. Um, we've all been taught that once a contract expires, you, you're free to move on and explore other options without being penalized, right? Yeah, well, that's that's the sneaky part here. The collateral charge doesn't allow you to do that. And then, and this is something that some of the big five, six banks uh, have now come to silently implement as a standard practice into their, uh, their filthy little uh, fine print mortgage contracts. So for standard charge mortgage renewals, when your mortgage comes up for renewal, you can switch to any other bank with absolutely no legal fees or any other fees for that matter. But the collateral charge mortgage, you have to pay a lawyer to move that sucker to, a, to another lender at renewal time. And that's pretty damn sneaky. A lot of people don't know that. So just one more reason or obstacle from your existing lender to make that path of least resistance more attractive for you. And by path of least resistance, I mean staying put with your existing lender. But like I mentioned earlier, the path of least resistance doesn't always take you to the promised land. So in summary, here's what you need to uh, do when your mortgage renews. Number one, don't surrender and just stay put with absolutely no other unbiased consultation or opinion. And that other consultation slash opinion I'm referring to, I don't mean another one trick pony bank. Make the call to a broker for crying out loud. Someone who is not tied to one particular lender. Banks have one product, brokers have hundreds. Okay. Number two, don't be lazy with this. If you're like millions of other Canadians, uh, your mortgage is the single most biggest massive condition infested net worth destroying item in your possession. There are loopholes and opportunities to take advantage of at renewal time that will result in tens of thousands of dollars in savings. So don't pass on this. This could advance you 10 to 15 years forward towards the path of becoming mortgage free. Number three, lastly, don't be intimidated, discouraged, or defeated by obstacles like uh, collateral charge transfer fees, like we just talked about, and the process of having to requalify to move to another lender. Like I'm telling you, there are hundreds of lenders ready to fight for your business and improve your financial standing significantly. You just have to give them the opportunity to do so. Uh, I'll leave you with this. If you're one of those loyal customers um, to your big bricks and mortar bank and uh, they've been your only choice for your mortgage needs since day one like I'm sorry to tell you but you're losing the game uh, like for starters think about that loyal to your bank loyal to your bank like disclaimer banks are not loyal to you they are 100% accountable and loyal to their shareholders not you so don't be obligated to have to stay with them. They're not your mom and dad. They're freaking guys in suits who identify with you as a profit margin, not a human. And the lender I would take you to is no different. But we'll find the best deal for you, not another best friend or someone to be loyal to for another 25 years. We're looking for the best damn deal, okay? 
So and a lot of people think when you when you transfer your mortgage, uh, go to another lender, it's like massive chaos. You don't have to check your uh, change your checking or savings account. That's what void checks are for. So you can maintain your uh, your checking account with uh, uh, ABCD or the Loyal Bank of Canada, whoever you bank with. You can keep that forever. Like, why would you change that? You know, you got your bills coming in and out of there. That's your 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 main control center for for your life. We get that. But the mortgage, you should be parading that thing to everyone who wants a crack at it. Don't think that your bank is going to be upset or somehow punish you for leaving. Your mortgage should be like a well-traveled suitcase with stickers on it from all the places it's traveled to. Um, when it comes to your mortgage, look out for number one. Who gives a crap about your existing bank? I can't stress that enough. And uh, leaving your current bank, lender, whatever, it is totally seamless and unemotional. So come on, it's not like a serious relationship or a breakup. It's simply for mathematical purposes. Okay, so look out for number one. At renewal time, call your mortgage broker and explore your options. If anyone has uh, any questions or wanted to discuss any of what I just talked about, feel free to reach out to me directly. My toll-free number is 1-855-437-5626, and that spells HFS loan. So 1-855-HFS-LOAN. Or you can text me at 604-800-9593. Or just go to my website, marcogello.com. Marco with a K, G-E-L-O.com. And you'll find all my details there. I'm a duly licensed mortgage broker in Alberta and BC. So if you're listening and you're from these two provinces, I'm your guy. I'm now going to leave you with a song from a band that I played in back in the 90s. We called ourselves Sleeping Lori. And uh, we wrote our own tunes and uh, we mixed in some covers as well from our favorite bands. We had a, a Brit pop kind of flavor, punchy, melodic type of sound. Um, we went on a pretty good ride too. And at the time we partnered with Jay Semko of the Northern Pikes, if you remember that band. Uh, the bass player guy, he sang She Ain't Pretty. He came to town, Calgary at the time, and he produced our CD. And probably the coolest thing about Sleeping Laurie um, we moonlighted as a ultra successful polka wedding band called uh, Molly Fakini, which I will, of course, feature in upcoming episodes. So not only were we niche category, you know, polka wedding, but even further niche, we were a Croatian polka wedding band. So same four guys, but two totally different bands. It was awesome. And uh, some of the best years of my life for sure. Um, I remember one night we opened for Nazareth in Edmonton in front of a sold-out convention center uh, as a sleeping lorry. And literally, 18 hours later, we were in a church basement in Winnipeg, all set to blast out our 100-plus polka and waltz song repertoire. Uh, crazy, fun, hilarious, just amazing times. We were booked solid like every weekend throughout the summer wedding months for like 10 to 12 years, something like that straight it was insane anyways this is a sleeping lorry song it was one of our more popular tunes it's called go uh, i hope you enjoy it all the musical tracks you hear on the podcast are performed and produced by yours truly or in this case sleeping lorry consisting of myself on lead guitar mandolin and backing vocals joe vulik on vocals and rhythm guitar his brother rob vulik on drums and darko kulash on bass if you like what you hear, go ahead and visit my SoundCloud space, Marco Music, where you'll find past tracks that I've produced for previous episodes. Thanks again for tuning into More Genomics. Take care and talk to you again soon. 